Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Slice of Healthcare. I'm your host, Jared Taylor. It's been a little while since we've released an episode. Uh, apologies to all of our listeners. Been really busy on a couple core things we've been working on. Should have more details towards the end of 2018, uh, more likely towards the beginning of 2019, since we're so very close. On this episode of the podcast, we have Ashley. Navarette, a physician assistant. This is a pretty interesting episode. We haven't had a physician assistant on the podcast yet. So very excited to release this episode and hear from Ashley. So without further ado, let's bring her on. Ashley, thank you so much for being on the podcast today. Yeah, thank you for having me. Absolutely. How's your day going so far? Going pretty good, just, you know, between clinicals at lunch currently at this cute little cafe, so it's going well. Nice. And you are on the West Coast, correct? Correct. I'm in the Inland Empire area of Southern California, about an hour from the beach, hour from the desert, so can't complain otherwise. Very nice. And you are, what year are you? Um, I'm in my second year of physician assistant school. So Excellent. this is our clinical year, and then the first year was a didactic year. So first year is all book work. Basically, you're in the classroom 24-7, and then second year to the field and start doing the thing. So. How much have you liked that transition from doing the book work to actually being in the day-to-day? Yeah, so I actually enjoyed the transition. Um, it's nice to be able to really apply what you've learned throughout school and see it right in front of you and more hands-on. So I've definitely enjoyed the patient care side of it instead of just, you know, looking in a book and reading about something, a disease process, it's actually nice to be able to see it in front of you. Interesting. Very interesting. I think it'd be great, Ashley, real quick before we get ahead of our audience, a little bit of a background on you, what you're doing. Obviously, we kind of gave a little bit away, but what you're doing, why you're doing Uh it, and just kind of what you do when you're not doing uh, what you're passionate yeah, about. Yeah, definitely. So I'm 23 years old, born and raised in Southern California. Um, I went to college here in Southern California as well, majored in biology. About my junior year of college, I would say that I decided, you know, I think I want to go into medicine. And it was kind of a straightforward decision for me. I have two parents that are both in the healthcare field. So I really was looking for a career where I could help people, but an alternative to medical school because I didn't want to wait 10 years or, you know, 12 years to start serving people and helping people and um, pursuing medicine. So that's when I stumbled across the physician assistant um, occupation and I did some more research. I became an EMT out in the Palm Springs area for about a year and a half just to see if that's what I really wanted to do, if I really wanted to pursue medicine. And I really enjoyed that. So I applied to PA schools all around the country, had an interview, two interviews in California, one interview out in North Carolina, and I ended up getting accepted to a school here in California. So that's what I'm currently doing now. In my free time, I really enjoy being outdoors, hiking, traveling, and really serving the underserved. That's a big idea here in Southern California. There's a lot of underserved populations here. 
so it was nice to get back to the community and really give back to others that have less. Interesting. Was there ever a time where you thought about doing something other than being a PA? Um, well, I have that constant um, kind of going back and forth between physician assistant and the medical doctor, but just the long, extensive schooling was my wake-up call, per se. So that was the only other time. Interesting. Yeah, I've actually heard that a lot. And, and most of the time, that's what it's come down yes, to. Yes, it's very is, This is a great career path for me, and I don't have to go as long yes. to school. Cheaper, less schooling, and you get to help people a lot faster. So, Absolutely. So what what has been the hardest part about school so far? Um, I would say the hardest part about school so far, just going through all my clinical rotations, is just seeing how... Some people have these chronic diseases and they're kind of treated with one medication, but then let's say I give you a medication and it causes you nausea. Well, now I have to give you a medication for your nausea. So that's kind of been the hardest part, just seeing how sometimes in Western society, we give a pill for every ill, they say, and just kind of, you know, you have high blood pressure, here's the medication for it to lower it you have diabetes okay here's this so that's been my hardest part definitely interesting what what advice because we have a diverse audience so some are established healthcare professionals others are just starting their careers and some are students yes what advice would you have to students that might not even be close to the point but are considering either being a pa or an np or a medical doctor, what advice would you have for them as they start their journeys? So for students, I would just say just keep with it. Even if, you know, you get a bad grade in a course, repeat it, you know, keep going. Don't give up on what you want to do ultimately, whatever your end goal might be. Um, You can always learn. There's always more to learn. You can never stop learning. That's the kind of beautiful thing about medicine. You always have new upcoming treatments, have new things here. So the learning process never ends, and I would definitely tell students to shadow whatever professional they're thinking about going into, um, because you don't get that, you know, you could read about what a PA does, but you don't get that experience, and you can't see it um, visually until you shadow and kind of just see a day in the life. Interesting. Very interesting. What do you think, besides, I always I always like to ask this because it's kind of interesting. I love that you're in the healthcare industry. Yes. What do you think you'd be doing if you weren't a healthcare professional? Uh, that's an interesting question. If I wasn't in the healthcare industry, I'd definitely be doing something to help others because I think that giving back to other people is so important. And it kind of gives you a purpose with what you do and like your why per se. But it would definitely be something involved in helping the health of others. So if that means nutrition, if that means exercise, something that helps a person and that would um, kind of relate to their health conditions as well. So probably something in nutrition, I would say. 
Interesting. Very interesting. What uh, do you think you'll stay in California when it's time to uh, take a position? Yeah, I'm planning on taking my boards in September. So then I'll be applying for licensure in California. So I think I'll I'll stick around here for a while. There's a lot of need here in the Southern California area, especially the Inland Empire. A lot of shortages and just a lot of disease, a lot of, you know, cardiac disease, a lot of diabetes, a lot of just everything. So I think so. Interesting. That's great. That's great. Yeah. I mean, from what I've heard, uh, I've actually never been to Southern California, Uh but I heard it's really beautiful and it's a tough place to leave for sure. Yes. The beach is nice, of course. (laughs) (laughs) What can you tell me? So, on your Instagram page, yeah. you mentioned holistic healing. Can you tell us a little bit about that? And yeah. Why you're passionate about that? Yeah, it's just kind of a, a theme per se that's on my Instagram page, but I'm passionate about it. I kind of touched base on it a while ago about how we use a lot of medications to treat diseases and go from there. But just holistic healing relates to functional medicine. And are, are you familiar with that? No, oh, so functional medicine is basically the root of the problem. So instead of covering up things with a Band-Aid per se, you get to the issue. So holistic healing just means treating the whole body, um, not just their physical symptoms, but if they're spiritually going through something, psychologically, just treating the whole person. And I think you achieve optimal health when you go about this route train someone interesting very interesting cool i've never a lot of your posts are centered on that too right yeah i'm very interested in like alternative medicine um naturopathic medicine they're all kind of around the same lines of just doing things naturally letting the body heal itself or aiding it with certain herbs or vitamins per se and just more natural way to go about the healing process very interesting one as as a 23 year old in healthcare what have you seen right now i know it's still early but and there might not be anything but how do you think we need to innovate within healthcare um i think well technology is slowly becoming more prominent in healthcare I mean, just for charting, we have electronic medical records, and back 10 years ago, we didn't have any of that. So it's definitely been nice to see that transition from paper charts, they call them, to computer charts. Um, The patient's medical history, medications, past visits are all on there. So I think it definitely improves the quality of care for the patient because you're able to see all that information right in front of you on the computer screen. And I think being younger, I've had the advantage of research. And if someone comes in with something, um, there might be newer treatment for that disease or whatever they're um, complaining of that day with their concern. Uh, I know some old school doctors I've worked with, they've kind of have one set in stone way to treat, let's say, a certain disease. And I think being younger, I've kind of have more of a, a broad aspect on things and 
know that I could go ahead and look something up and there might be newer research and I can read an article and see what they did there and their outcomes and go from there and it's all available on the computer so that's been really nice and yeah I think it's definitely advantageous having the technology side of things being able to see that very interesting very interesting what is something you know now that you wish you learned before being in school oh that's a good question (laughs) (laughs) um just kind of huh that is a good question. It's okay. I, I stumped you with you that did, one. That was you a, did. That was one I wanted to throw in there. It's fine. I mean, uh, it, it, the answer, too, could be probably not much, right? It sounds to me like you're in a good spot. Yeah, I think I'm in a good um, spot. It's One of the kind of funny things has been with, like, insurances and the way they work. I didn't know before school that they kind of play such a big deal and certain medications that are covered, if people are going to be able to get the care they need if it's going to be covered by insurance so that's kind of been the big thing um yeah it's just crazy how that plays such a big role and if people are able to get certain testing done and I don't know I guess it's just the world we live in but that's definitely been eye-opening interesting very interesting I want to how important is fitness in your life every healthcare professional I talk to fitness plays a pretty big role would you say you're the same way fitness yes Yes. yeah I think it plays a huge role um if you're not physically fit if you don't exercise if you're not getting your cardiac heart health in with your fitness I think it definitely impacts you not only physically but I also think psychologically um I know a lot of people they go to the gym they work out to relieve stress to really get in a good spot with their mind so if you're not doing it then you're physically having the bad effects and also psychologically so I think it plays a huge role interesting everyone I talk to too for the most part in healthcare they all say if you're a healthcare professional it's really tough to tell your patients to do something and then you're not fit in some way or at least health conscious and trying to promote a healthier lifestyle for yourself how are you going to promote a healthy lifestyle for them and I know there's occasions where that's not the truth it doesn't uh, come into play but it's pretty interesting that it's more more likely a norm it is very interesting yeah personally I try to you know eat right work out exercise exactly what I'm telling my patients to I try to implement it as well um Nutritionally, you know, a lot of people are doing like the plant-based diets these days or paleo and there's all these different diets and keto. Um, Personally, I think everything in moderation is good, you know. Of course, try to eat your veggies, your fruits, limit your carbs, good proteins. Um, Yeah, and I kind of tell my patients the same thing. It's hard when they don't want to take your advice and take it as a grain of salt, but... Yeah, I definitely try to implement fitness and nutrition with what I do. And I give them advice if I have, like, a new diet recipe or, you know, exercise, working out if they're older. So definitely try to do as I as I tell them. That's great. Now, Ashley, where can people learn more about you, follow you on social media? I'm happy to put those 
yeah links and those handles into the show notes after the show but where would be some of those places yeah so i'm big on instagram not really a a big on twitter or snapchat but instagram for sure so my username's ashley a-s-h-l-e-y nicole n-i-c-k-o-l-e one and go ahead and follow me i'll follow you back and yeah i post a lot a lot of my stories and posts in general about healthcare things pa school things and if you're a student as well feel free to message me with any questions you may have about pa school about medicine about anything interesting okay absolutely Uh, well Ashley I want to thank you so much for coming on the slice of healthcare podcast I will include your Instagram handle in the show notes and it's very excited for this episode to be released uh, in the in the coming weeks all right that sounds great thank you so much for having me absolutely well best of luck school and Let's uh let's stay in touch. Yeah. Excited to hear about your journey. Yes, I'll keep you updated. Thank you so much. Okay. All right. Have, Have a, a good day. day. Bye. Bye. Thank you to everyone who tuned in for another episode of Slice of Healthcare. Please be sure to follow us on our social channels. On pretty much every social channel, it's at Slice of Healthcare. On Twitter, it's at Slice of HC. We don't use that much, but we will answer if anyone tweets at us or sends us a message there. Also, for those of you that are listening on iTunes, please be sure to head over to iTunes, leave us a rating slash review. We'd really appreciate the support and feedback. And if you're interested in being a, a guest on the podcast, please reach out at uh, Slice of Healthcare at gmail.com or send us a message on Instagram or any of our other channels. And we'll get right back to you. Thanks, and everyone have a great day. The podcast you just heard was made using Anchor. Ever thought about making your own podcast? Anchor makes it really easy for anyone to get started. It's a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing podcasts. Best of all, it's 100% free. Sign up now at anchor.fm slash new. That's anchor.fm slash new to get started.